Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Hague Homan Halftime Show. All right, guys. Um, welcome back. Today, Teresa. Teresa, where the heck is Seton Hill at again? Um, it's in Greensburg. We're recording from um, Greensburg in the freshman dorm. Yep, and Leah's recording from Agnes Hall in Steubenville, Ohio. So we're a little separated today, but we wanted to keep the podcast going because uh, it's important to us. And this is, I think, our season ender, right? Yes, Teresa? it is. This is season two awesome. ender. Yeah. So I think, and then next week we're actually going to be able to get back in the studio for your guys so we we do apologize if the audio isn't as good as it used to be we're just trying to make it work you know we are in college (laughs) so yeah but it'll Um, be good we listened it's not too it's not too bad and then we'll be back in the studio next weekend so we're really excited yeah I'm, i'm really excited me and Teresa, or Teresa and i we really love our studio days half the time they're therapy for us so oh i love it Yeah. All right, guys. So today's topic um, is something that honestly I've been struggling with, but growing with at the same time, because as we know, the only way to grow is to struggle through it, um, is really focusing on the present moment. And Teresa's like portion of it is like falling back in love with like life. And when she texted me that I was like, that's so beautiful, because, you know, it's very easy to fall into this mindless routine in life of just going through the motions um, and, and, you know, looking forward to the weekend or looking forward to the next event instead of totally being present and falling in love, like with the little things. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, I love this topic. I think it's definitely needed, especially now, especially with social media and our constant distractions. Um, so yeah, Teresa, I don't know if you want to dive into this. Yeah, I would love to. And um- I'm just going to start this by giving you guys a little bit of a life announcement from me. Um, It's kind of a big difference in my life. I'm no longer playing college basketball. And we can do a little story time another day. Um, We can talk more about that. But I think that this episode really came to be because the last couple of weeks, I've spent more time really focusing on just like what I want to do in life and like what I enjoy in life. And I was like, I want to do an episode where I talk about like, falling back in love with life because I know life is up and downs, but right now I'm in a really good place. And I think that's something to celebrate and why not talk about it? And being present is a big part of that because we always are like thinking ahead or thinking of things in the past and being present is just obviously super important. So I'm going to start with my list. I'm like pulling it up on my phone because I took notes okay but wait can we all just have some snaps for Teresa (laughs) that's a big deal okay like I've been open about on the podcast it's hard to like give up a because that becomes a piece of you you know Mm -hmm. what I mean the snaps for Teresa on that and honestly guys like just I've been talking to her back and forth like this girl seems at peace with this decision and like that's it's a difficult one so I'm just like so proud of her and I want to say on the podcast because if you see her tell her you're proud of her too because it's a big deal oh I love you Leah thank you (laughs) It is so different, but um, I'll t- we'll figure talk. It out. Yeah, we figure it out, right? Um, my first advice, like my piece of advice for I said for falling back in love with life, kind of might seem like a weird one, but I started off by just saying I like took all these notes while I was in the gym one day, and I was like, and it's that idea of advocating for yourself. So I am so good at advocating for other people, um, advocating for. You know, if people are struggling through things or they want to talk about something like I've I'm always good at that, but I'm not always good at advocating for myself because I feel like I should just be able to figure it out or like I don't want to cause a problem. 
And I think that when you start to realize that it's not that deep and speaking up for yourself um, and like you deserve to do that, like you deserve the good things in life. You deserve to be at peace. Like that's what God wants for you. That's it's just like part of the way to fall back in love with life. So I'm rambling, but that's like my first little one. No, that's I mean, that's a good one, T, because, you know, if you don't advocate for yourself, how can you truly, really advocate for others? You know, if you don't see the beauty and worth in yourself, it's it's really hard to pull that out of others. I think my uh, my tip, too, kind of goes with that. I have forgive yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. I just realized over Christmas break, like, I don't know, like through praying and just through some like quiet time, I really was reflecting on like. I have been going through life, like, carrying these weights and carrying these chains of, like, I messed up. Like, I did this to her. Like, all the mistakes, all, like, the hurts I feel like I put on other people, I've been, like, carrying around 24-7. And I didn't realize this until, like, I sat down and I was, like, okay, like, this is what's been bothering me. Like, this is what's been weighing on me. I haven't been able to forgive myself and let go of the past. And if you can't do that, it's really difficult to be in the present moment mm-hmm. because there's always like this looming shadow of like, Oh yeah, but you did this. And it's really hard to like live a life of like true joy and um, true happiness and satisfaction when you're constantly reminded of like, well, I did this and I'm not a good person. Yeah. So my present tip is forgiving yourself um, and really going back and looking at the past of like, okay, where haven't I, you know, forgiven myself? Because yeah. if I would have listened to this podcast, I'd probably been like, what do you mean, forgiven yourself? Like, yeah. I did. But you really, it's something you have to really look into yourself and reflect on to see if there's some stuff that you're holding on to that, you know, you need to let go of. So That's actually crazy you said that because part of one of my things for falling back in, lo- falling back in love with life is I said, if something is drowning you, you have to set it free. And I literally just mm-hmm. wrote the word anchors in my notes. Um, And I just think about that a lot. Like if it's something that's like comparison, jealousy, like one of those is literally like an anchor on your face. Like you're carrying that around. You're just like pulling that heavy weight. So like for you, Leah, like it could be not forgiving yourself. Right. And you're carrying that weight with you. And that consumes so much time and so much energy, because if you have this anchor on your foot, you're, you're drowning yourself. Right. Like that's consuming you. And I think that like part of my new, my new, I'm saying my new life because it literally is like the last couple of weeks, it is a completely new life that I'm living Would I would say that like, that was an anchor for me. Like that was something that I didn't realize how much it was actually like drowning me until I set it free. So I just, I think that that's a great thing for being present and falling back in love with life. And it can be scary to do that. Like we find comfort in like, in our, things we're comfortable with like our insecurities our stuff like that but um yeah so that's just like what I got (laughs) yeah I mean and sometimes it takes like figuring it out and like releasing that weight off to realize you even had one in the first place like Mm -hmm. again I don't know if I would have been like yeah I had been struggling with forgiving myself like I didn't know that until like serious prayer and like reflecting on it um so I guess too, like the present moment would possibly be like meditation. And that's actually one of my other tips that we can dive into. And I've actually recently just started this. I'm actually working with a book right now. It's called still points. Um, it's by, um, brother Richard. He's a brother. He's actually got pretty famous during COVID. He wrote a 
famous poem. What was that, Teresa? That was um, a text message that I'm now putting my computer on. Do not disturb. My bad. <laughs> no, you're, that's fine. That's funny. Okay, anyways. So, yeah, so he wrote this book or whatever. But every day there's, like, a certain meditation that you meditate with. And he gives you, like, something to breathe in and breathe out. Um, and so I've been trying to do this in the morning. Like, I usually go to the gym in the morning. But I was like, no, like, I need to make my first priority, like, what really is my first priority in life, which is my faith and, like, centering myself. Mm-hmm. So each day I've been waking up, and it's literally just 10 minutes. I'm going to try and build up, but, like, for right now, that's all I can do. Um, and it's just 10 minutes of silent time and, like, meditation. And it anchors my day, um, and I'm less likely to spiral. Like, just, I've only been doing this for, like, a week or two, but, like, I already found out that, like, when I start spiraling, you're getting anxiety. and like, breathe in, breathe out. Like, yeah. I go back to the routine um and even like he said it in the book like breathing grounds you when you focus on each breath in and out it literally brings you to the present moment Mm -hmm. so again my tip is like i encourage like meditation stillness it is so hard to find like stillness in the day um and i really recommend doing that in the morning i think it was kobe bryant who like every morning like did 10 minutes and like that was how he like literally started his mamba mentality right so whatever works for you um you know but I would really recommend it because it's been really helping me I literally love it so much like I started too and I do like different ones like I've been really looking into like nervous system resetting because as women like our nervous system gets off and that um gets our hormones off which gets our periods off like it's so connected and I've just been doing a lot of research because um that's what I'm going to focus on for my capstone for um for like what am I trying to say my senior year but like when you hearing you talk about that I'm like it's so important and it helps so much and I'm so bad at it right like because we're so busy and then you like sit down and you're like oh my gosh like I just I really did need to breathe like I just need to like recenter myself like now I'm now I'm good (laughs) yeah it's crazy just how you know taking a minute or even like 15 seconds of like deep breath in out am I right interrupting that spiral that's like that one book I read, which Teresa, I think I recommended that to you. I don't know if I need to give it to you, but it's the, the whole book is literally about, we literally have power over our thoughts. And I don't think we realize that. I think so much of our society, and I'm not talking about people who have clinical depression, like clinical anxiety, like that's a real thing. But for a lot of us, it might just mean like interrupting those, those deadly thoughts that come into our head, like 24 seven, like mm-hmm. we have power over that. So like, again, that, time to just take a second to breathe could be that way of like interrupting those spirals and stuff so um yeah okay Teresa do you care if I go into like another one of like my little tips yeah no go for it um okay so like seeing the beauty throughout the day and like the little things I think this definitely goes with your theme T like I really struggle with I'm like such an anti-Monday person which I feel like everyone is but like I it's like chronic it's like I hate Mondays, dude. Like, it makes me anxious on Friday to think of Monday because then I know I have so much work. I have so much homework I need to get done. And I've been really trying to, like, see the beauty in, like, Mondays or Tuesdays because there's so much that's offered throughout the day. But because I'm so mindlessly going through it and stressed, I don't realize. So this isn't – I don't know if this is, like, more of a mistake that I'm trying to help you guys learn from or more of a tip. I don't really know. I'm kind of figuring it out. But it's like seeing the beauty throughout the 
you know, throughout the day and the little things. And, and there, there's so much, so many little things, you know, to be thankful for. Again, in this book I'm reading right now, like, he talks about why it's so important to, like, say grace before meals. And he literally says, like, how many people were involved to get, like, each piece of food, like, on that plate? Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like, so many. And yeah. I'm so thankful that, you know, I have food to eat. So, like, that's just something super small to be, like, to have gratitude for. And that, I actually would say, like, being present when you eat, too, is, like, another great thing. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. sitting there and you're, like, I'm about to eat this meal. Like, being present with that instead of just being, like, we're always, like, go, go, go. And, like, I've been eating a couple meals a week by myself and I literally sit and I just, like, do nothing except eat. Like, literally nothing. Like, I eat and, like, I also sometimes breathe. Like, I read something about, like, doing a couple deep breaths before you breathe. It, like, actually, like, helps your digestion, all this stuff. And we all know that I've got, have, like, chronic stom- stomach problems. Like, we're pretty aware that that's a Teresa Haig thing. And, like, so I'm, like, I need to fix my stomach. Like, my gut is messed up. And I've been doing that, and I love it. So I'm, like, glad you said that. But, oh. Wait, so if you breathe before meals, it, it helps with digestion, did you say? So... I've been, like, looking into, like, the nervous system resetting and, like, the breathing with that. And it's just, like, le- like calming your flight and flight, your fight and flight and getting back into parasympathetic nervous system. So by doing deep breaths, a few, before you start eating, if your body is in flight or flight, right? So if I just ran a ton or if I just um, got super stressed about a project or took a test, um, when I start eating, like, my I'm not like fully prepared to start eating. Like, I don't know exactly how to describe it because I have to do more research on it. But essentially, yes. Like, if you just, t- I'd be- take a few breaths, right? And then I'm like, really focus on like not eating super fast. And I've noticed it literally helps with my stomach issues. Wow, that's like so it's interesting. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, just a few breaths, you know, reset our, reset our bodies, you know, before we start eating. But yeah, it's good. It's good advice. Yeah, because that's such a real thing. Like, if I'm stressed or if I just came back from a workout, I'm, like, I'm literally, like, it's a, like, an animal. I'm, like, I just want to eat everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so, I'll like, shove as much food in my stomach, and then I'm bloated. I'm, like, oh, you know what I mean? I'm, like, I feel yeah. gross. So, like, yeah, that helps. Can I go in and give you guys some more, some more why I'm falling back in love with life advice? Yes, let's do it. Do it. So, do it. I tried birth control and I got off. Like I literally got off my birth control and I feel so much better. Like I'm not saying don't be on birth control. Like if that's what works for you, that's what works for you. But like my body did not want to be on birth control. Like I tried cause, um, I thought it was going to help with my health issues. And I was like, no. And I Googled and I got really into like this, this thing called cycle syncing. Okay. So essentially and we're going to do a whole episode on this because I want to share this all this information with you and I could talk about it for 20 hours and we don't have that time because we got a lot to get through today. But it's essentially you um, cycle what exercises you do, what type of foods you eat based on when you're in each phase of your period. And I didn't even know the four phases of my period until a couple months ago. So I started looking into this this summer. And it was funny that you said, what is that? I was actually, I actually just got a text from the next, one of the next guests on our podcast. And she was sending me stuff on cycle syncing and was like, look how cool this is. And I was like, 
So you, stay tuned for that episode because that episode's going to be insane. But she was just texting me that stuff. She's like, I'm going to blow up your phone. I was like, no, I literally blow up yours. Um, But that's kind of a new part of falling back in love with life. Like I'm going to learn about my body and I'm going to learn about like what it means to like totally embrace my femininity and be a girl. Like I felt like because I was always in sports, like I didn't get a say on what workouts I did. I didn't get a say on what I was eating sometimes. You know what I mean? And it's this it's going to be this whole new like aspect of life. And I'm still going to enjoy the things. You know what I mean? I'm still eating my cookies. I'm still like taking days off for my body. And that's kind of what this is, is it's like learning how to do that. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm really excited to tell you guys more about it as I go on this cycle sinking journey type situation. So. No T that's, I mean, we've been talking about this for, I feel like the past couple of times we've seen each other, this conversation just come up. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and also, like, with my other girlfriends, because it's ridiculous. Like, why do we have all these classes throughout high school, but not a single one to learn about our body, something yeah. that's extremely relevant? Like, I had no idea that one week out of, like, a month or whatever, like, our bodies will be extremely tired. Like, I thought something was kind of wrong with me. I was like, why am I so tired? When in reality, like, that's just part of, like, what's going on in a cycle and stuff. And, you know, there's so much to be learned in that. And possibly for women out there, like, bad cramps could be solved by simply, like, learning and being educated yeah. about what's going on with our bodies. It's so under-researched. I oh mean, it's crazy. And that's why I said, like, that's why I'm literally devoting my entire um, my entire capstone to this, which is going to be interesting because a lot of people are going to be uncomfortable, I feel like, because I'm going to go up and give this presentation. I'm going to be like, um, we're going to talk about the female reproductive system. But it's... <laughs> and, and I'm so excited about it because I've struggled with this stuff for so long. And now that I have the time to research it and decide what I'm doing with my body um, for my workouts and how I want to eat, like, I just, I think that it's, yeah, it's a hundred percent part of the reason why I'm falling back in love with life. I'm not on birth control anymore. I'm so over that. I want to do it naturally. I can't. I can't be subjecting my, I'm an anxious girly. We cannot be adding that in there. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a full circle moment for you up there, like presenting that and just knowing everything you've gone through and then like putting this research together. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm like smiling so big. It's so cheesy. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's crazy. And it's important too for like guys to hear this. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially entering a relationship with a woman you know, to understand like what she's going through. Um, I would, I would say that would probably help a relationship a little bit better, you know? So as, as much as like the guys there might be uncomfortable, like it's just going to be as important for them to hear it as, as it is the girls too. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I love that Teresa. I definitely, you should, we should, we'll, we're going to have a whole episode on that. Oh yeah. That's something honestly, that's really been bothering me. It is just how under-researched it is. How not, not nobody really talks about it that much no. you know what i mean well there's like issues and then i feel like when there's issues for women it's just like there's a band-aid with it we're not actually looking at like what's really going on here we're just being like okay go on birth control or do this you know yeah. what i mean it's these solutions to you know these health problems do not seem like very like thought through no i mean obviously you know what i mean 
at least in your experience, what like what you were telling me and what I've heard from other people, that's just what I'm getting. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything. We could but... do an entire episode on my doctor experiences with the pain and everything mm-hmm. I've endured for the last three years and talk about it more because it's so it is it is a good topic to talk about. But I do want to hear your more advice on staying present and what else you got for us, Lee. Okay. Yeah. So one of mine is again, learning from one of my mistakes, which is this common thought. And I'm sure you guys out there have heard it or you tell it to yourself. When I get to this place, when I reach the school or I do this, or I accomplish this, then I'll be happy. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I feel like almost my whole life it's like that, but then you never get there because there's always something ahead of it and something ahead of it. Oh, what if I get this job? What if I get this grade? If I get, you know, this guy or, you know what I mean? Like for guys, if I get this girlfriend, like why can't I just be truly thankful and joyous and what God has provided me right now? Because there's so much. And if like we live our life and like, this is such a common, you know, conversation, but a much needed reminder. And like, Teresa and I always say, like, we'll go and re-listen to these podcasts and be like, I needed to hear that. So maybe someone out there just needs to hear, like, try and be okay with where you're at right now. And also, like, reflect on the goals that you did reach and the goals that you were aspiring to and be like, yeah, I got that, right? Because it's so easy to, like, work towards these goals and then you get it and then it's just like, oh, to the next thing. You know what I mean? Like, right now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know, like having kids, getting married, like that's like so far away, but like, it's almost like this thought of I'll be happy then. But in reality, it's like, will, like, will I want something more when I get there? So I guess like something that's super core to the present moment is not being so obsessed with like, when I get to this or when I achieve this, I'll be happy. So. So that's, I love that you said that because I think so many people have that problem where they're trying to live and it's almost like they don't do it on purpose, but they're trying to like wish their life away almost. And not, it's not on purpose, but it's like, this is coming up. And I think there's a difference between looking forward to something in your future than being like, it has to go this way. Yeah. This is what I want. And that's actually something about me is that because I have really bad anxiety and I actually don't do that. And I probably need to do it a little bit more, but thinking ahead to my future has always been something that psyched me out or I was like so I'm pretty but I'm I'll live in the past you know like my anxious thoughts will come Mm. from the past like I did this whatever but like being present to me is really just like what in this moment you know like what am I doing today and why can I love that today and what you're doing today can be preparing you for your future so today I'm gonna when this is done open that link that Allie sent me on cycle syncing and I'm gonna read some more and that could be part of my future like maybe in the future I present to young girls like maybe this is something I'm passionate about. maybe it's not like I don't know I don't know what's in store for me but I think that that's such I love that you said that like in that idea you're like when I get married and I do this it's like that's so yeah. awesome that you're looking forward to that because that's a life you want to have. Right. And that's awesome. Like you should know that. And I need to do that a little more, but I also think that some people need to do it less. And I think it all comes back to our big word balance, which is just everything in life. Yeah. And that's like interesting too, that I feel like I would, I probably struggle more with like obsessing over the future. Whereas like for you, it's like the past. And I'm sure like throughout our audience, like so many people struggle with 
the past and the future. So, but T, like you would say, probably you struggle with the present because of the past more. Well, I would say that I, I think that I'm pretty good at being present because I know that I always will have that I get anxious when I think about the future. So it's almost like I shut it down. Like, and it's not to some degree, but like, I really need to start thinking about where I'm going to apply to grad school. Like that should be something that, but I'm not really getting there yet because I don't want to, that to be all I think about. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I'm pretty good living in the present, but then also like little things in the past, right? Like if I'm anxious about something that happened, but anxiety lives in the future. So as an anxious person, I feel like that's why I, I really, you just like totally shut it off. I really do. And it's not Mm -hmm. that I totally shut it off. Like there's certain things in the future I can't wait for. And I have them planned and I have them in my thing. But when it's like life goals, you know what I mean? Like I have stuff I want to do, but it's not that I spend like, like I wake up in the morning and I think I'm thinking about like what I'm doing today. I'm not thinking about like what grad school I'm going to be in in next year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that I just have to be like that because my brain is like already like do 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 do, and it's already thinking about today. Like even I told you this before. Like this is silly. Like I can't control if I get sick, guys. Right? But there's a bug going around campus, and all I thought about all day is if I'm gonna get the bug. Like you can't do that. Like like I need to breathe and not be crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. No, I can just tell you're like that. I've said that before in the podcast. I can just tell you're like that because when we're together, like I feel like you're present, but like your mind's present and thinking about like five different things. Like, yeah, like I don't even know. One of my friends, um, one of my residents, who's also my friends, he was in here the other last night, and like a bunch of a couple of them were like we were talking. And he was like, and I was telling him about like the new books I've been reading. I'm like, guys, like here's my new books. I always keep them updated. And they're like, and sometimes I read two books at once. Like, I'll have two ones going through. Like, how do you even do that? And I'm like, because I'm weird. Like, because I'm crazy. And that's what it is. Like, how are you working on two different homework assignments at once? Because I get bored on the one. So I work on the other. And then eventually they'll both be done. And that's just how I live my life. (laughs) Okay, that's also because you're, like, extremely intelligent. For anyone who doesn't know, like, Teresa, maybe not with common sense all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Shush, don't don't expose me. (laughs) But book smart, like, holy cow, dude. Like, this girl... Honestly, you were probably one of the smartest kids in your grade, for sure. You were probably, like, what? Like, you were you almost valedictorian, or you were pretty close, right? Yeah, but they don't need to know that. Yeah, well, anyways. Um, that's a secret, no, guys. That's actually crazy smart. Leah's also very, very intelligent. No, I work hard. I mean, I'm smart in certain regards, but like, or in certain areas, but for the most part, I just work really hard. Yeah, you There's are a hard worker. <laughs> um, but my brother is very not like he's naturally smart mm-hmm. i have to work for it i feel like hannah's a mixture of both yeah. my sister you're so. a hustler though something about leah yeah. she's a hustler she's gonna get shit done <laughs> i know which again sometimes that's like a blessing and a curse because like i'm so focused on like i have to get this done i have to get this done i have to get this done and one of my other friends like if she's listening she'll know exactly who she is like she's a very much all right as soon as i get this all done i can relax yeah but it's, like, almost impossible, especially in college, because it's just one assignment after the other, one assignment after the other. Yeah. So then my day's just, like, oh, well, as soon as this gets done, then I can be, like, present in the moment. Yeah. Right? So you got to find a balance. Um, For sure. Um, And then one of my other tips is I feel like when we go through a lot of pain and struggle, it's easy to 
either dwell on the past or think in the future and kind of ignore what's going on. Or another way we cannot be in the present is just distraction, like constant distraction, um, constant entertainment, and like forcing ourselves to be busy or whatever, like constantly being around people, whatever, whatever that means for you. I don't know. Um, So my suggestion is like when you're going through pain, when you're going through a lot of struggle, I know it's hard, but that's like the best time to be still and quiet and silence and like not like almost like to sit in your pain, but to really experience it and to know it's there and to recognize it Mm -hmm. because so many of us become so numb because we're truly hurting and we don't want to acknowledge that we're hurting or feel vulnerable in that way. So we just ignore it. And then we, our heart just keeps adding on a layer of like being hardened and hardened and hardened. Right. Uh, the Christian faith is all about vulnerability and, you know, feeling that hurt and carrying up your cross, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't pass the cross on, like, he took it up himself. So I would suggest, like, if you are going through something right now, like, face it and, like, be silent and, like, listen to your thoughts, like, listen to your heart and and try and heal from that because it just it's just like a doctor. You can't heal unless you see the wound. You know, you can't address the wound if you don't know, you know, what's going on. So yeah. that, that's definitely something I would recommend. That's probably one of my last things too, T. So if you want to, yeah. whatever you want to say, you got it. Yeah. I love that, Leah. Like I actually wrote for one of mine was taking time for yourself because mm. it's just a big, like I took um, like a week off. I was home um, to really process like no longer being a college athlete. Like I had to sit in that and I'm not like Leah saw it. Like I was not, it was not a pretty time in my life. Right. Like, and yeah. I think that it was good that I stayed at home a lot, but I did some stuff, you know, like you got to get your mind off it. You can't just sit there and like, well, I always say wallow for reasonable right. time. Yeah. I like to wallow for a reasonable time. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to stare at the ceiling and I'm going to play folklore and I'm going to wallow because I need to process. <laughs> right. And we can do it. We can process it. Like, and I, and I really did feel really numb. And I was like, I need to sit with this and I need to journal about this and I need to get this out. And now I realize that like, I love the time for myself. Like I'm kind of like almost an introvert, but not really. No, I honestly, I think I'm way. kind of introverted. Like everyone's been telling us we're extroverts our whole life. I think we're a little introverted. No, that's for sure. Like I can be an extrovert and introvert. And I think it's the same for you. Cause like as much as I like socializing and like talking with people, like, Honestly, deep down, I'd probably rather, like, be in my room reading a book or, like, watching one of my shows, which is probably not good. No, but literally me, I've found that out. And I think that that also says a lot about us because you have to be pretty, like, confident and comfortable with yourself and with your thoughts. Whereas, like, my freshman year I or my sophomore year, like, last year even, I I did not like to be, like, with my thoughts. Like, I was like, I don't want to be myself. I don't want to be. And now I'm, like, I'm so cool with that. Like, I'm so cool saying it. Yeah, that's actually something I noticed is like people or people in college, the more they're like, go, 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 go. It almost seems like they're insecure about being on their own yeah. in a way. Um, I don't know if that's something like they want to make sure like they feel they have friends all the time, reassured. I'm not sure what that is, but I truly think that's a maturity thing. Like when you get to a point where like it's your own kid again, your own. And I think college really tests you know, someone with that, especially for me, like it was difficult transition. Cause you know, when you're in a family or when you're in high school, like you're constantly with people throughout the day and then you go home to a house with like your siblings. Yeah. But college, it's like, you go home and it's just you and your roommate. And sometimes like your roommate's not there. So like, you're just you chilling. Got, you have to learn how yeah. to be on your own. You know? I live by myself and I love it. 
I literally love it. Like, I would never imagine I'm someone who would love it. And now I'm like, oh, I love my little room. Like, I don't know. Right? Yeah. I still definitely um, love having a roommate because I do. As much as, like, there's those days where, and I'll, my roommate would be the first to say, like, she has, you know, everyone has these thoughts of, like, oh, my gosh, having my own room right now would be so, you know, just the privacy and everything. And eventually, like, I do want that for sure. But for right now, I do need someone just to be around because I know how I get. And <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, I have a fun. few more like little things. Is that OK? Are you good on time, babes? No. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. good. Go so ahead, one of them is just something that me and Leah talk about all the time. I put for falling back in love with life, move your body, move your body in ways that you enjoy. You don't have to go run and burn all these calories like I actually am having like a toe injury right now, of course. Like my I'm pretty sure there's like a hairline fracture in my toe. So I haven't been able to run. Which, which is depressing. I also have a boot in my car that I'm supposed to be wearing and I'm not. So don't tell my mom. I hope my mom's not listening to this episode. Mom, the boot is definitely on my foot and not in my car unopened. Um <laughs> I need to start doing that. Break your toe. Yeah, because I started running too many miles too fast on the treadmill. Did you say you had a hairline fracture? So here's the thing. We're pretty sure I have to go get x-rays. We're pretty sure a hairline fracture. It's been hurting for over a month. How do you have a hairline fracture to toe? What even is a hairline fracture? Girl, it's just a tiny like, fracture. It's a baby fracture. Okay. Well, at least it didn't all snap off. That kind of yeah. Thing. You know, hey, next episode, guys, I'll tell you that if it's actually broken or not, or if it's just something else. Maybe I have like arthritis, like early set on arthritis. I don't know. It you hurts. Would, bro. It hurts. I would too. And it hurts so bad. I'm not even joking. I can't even run. It's actually really sad. I'm talking about falling in love with life and I'm like crying because I can't run. But that's why I said move your body in a way you enjoy. Stretch, meditate, like meditate and stretch, do some yoga. I started. Listen to this, guys. I started doing Pilates this week because I can't run. That is no joke. I woke up the next day after doing a 15-minute Pilates workout. I couldn't move. I was like, wow, my whole body hurts. <laughs> I recommend it. Pilates, Teresa? It's like intense yoga where they're like, and hold the, your leg in this position and pulse. And then you just move your leg up and down. It's like body weight calisthenics. And it's, oh, boy, is it painful. I know. I've, I've heard about them. My roommate does them. She won't do them in front of me. Yeah, because it looks really embarrassing when you do yeah, it. Yeah, that's what she says. She says that, like, it's super, like, embarrassing. It is, but I actually did it in the public gym the other day, so. And what about it? And what about it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Who cares, you know? And that actually goes hand in hand with the next thing I put was just, like, don't take anything too seriously because fall back in love with, like, no one cares as much as, like, you do. Because I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, this is kind of embarrassing. People are watching me do this weird Pilates thing in the corner. But honestly, who really cares? Yeah, no like, one. No one cares. Nobody is looking at you. Everyone is too worried about how they look in their leggings or what they're doing today. Like, they don't care that I'm in the corner doing some weird bodyweight squats because I'm Pilatesing on my broken hairline fractured toe. Pilatesing. What did you say? She said doing Pilates, but in an interesting way. No, that should be a word. Pilatesing. I was Pilatesing on my broken toe. Anyway, that's why I said, like, it's not that deep. Like, have that conversation. That's a hard thing for me. But talk to people. Say things. Like, get uncomfortable. Let's do it. Who cares? <laughs> no, that's something that annoys me so much with social media. Like, okay, yeah, like, there's pictures and stuff, and you like it. And, like, especially my close friends, I do, like, seeing, you know, some of their pictures or whatever. 
But if I'm going to be honest, the majority of people on your feed or whatever you want to call it, your followers, which I also think is kind of weird that they're called followers. Like, what are we, like, a cult? Like, now that I think about it, my professor brought that up, and I was like... They should be friends. About that, yeah, like, friends, like, followers? Like, what? Are we in, like, a church or something? Like, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. After I, like, thought about it, I was like, that is weird. But anyways, like, majority of people don't care. Like, I don't care what you're doing, okay? Like, I'm just going to be honest. If we're close friends, yeah. But, yeah. like, my close friends have sent me pictures. But so, I, like, stop. Yeah. I'm not saying not to be social media or whatever, but I'm saying, like, stop caring so much. Like, about what people think about the post. Or, like, oh, like, do I, you know, can they see this part of the post? Like, majority of people scroll through and, like, it, and, like, that's it. Like, they yeah. don't analyze the photo because most people don't care. If you're yeah. at the beach, I'm just going to be real with you guys. They don't care. No, literally, because have you ever, this is me because I'm a social media girly. And I actually did when, I'll tell you this, this process of falling back in love with life. I went, Um, I said I went, I went rogue. I went off all social media. <laughs> rogue era. I was in my rogue era when I was processing. And that was the best thing for me. It was like two weeks, no TikTok, no Instagram. Like I had Snapchat just so I could text some of my friends that don't use messages. But I went rogue. Like I processed, I did my thing. Now I'm back on social media because I'm doing well and it's, I like it. You know what I mean? It's okay. Yeah. But no one cares that much really. Like if I was, no. I would look at a post and be like, oh, like that, my hair looks weird in that picture. And like, who cares? Nobody gives a frick. Nobody cares. No, no, no one cares. I liked having, I started having hard conversations, like conversations sometimes like that stresses me out, even though I love to talk. And like you talked about, we talked about this on the last podcast. Like, like, what are you losing by mm -hmm. saying it? And yep. even if it's uncomfortable, because I'm bad at that. So we're working on that this year. I mean, it's all a process, too. too. And like, we say this, guys, and obviously we'll we'll still struggle with all these things. It's so hard in reality to, like, yeah. be present and, you know, anchor yourself in the moment because there's so much going on. And, you know, we're constantly throwing things in life. But it's, it's just trying and attempting to get better. You know, that's yeah. the whole story of life is trying and getting up when you fall. And, you know, so I'll say these things, but I'll probably tomorrow struggle with them. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like, you guys might be listening to me like, oh, I don't know if I can do all that. Like, that's fine. Like, try one. And if you fail, like, just try again. Exactly. So I don't, yeah. And I, this actually reminds me, um, Lexi Hidalgo, my queen for Moments Podcast, my favorite podcast you know, love it. She said that she doesn't, she was giving advice and saying whatever. She was like, I don't preach what I practice. I, wait, I don't practice what I preach. I preach what I need to practice. And mm. I loved that because it's so like relevant to our podcast. We preach what we know we want to work on or what we want to continue doing if we're doing it right now or what we need to practice. And she said that. And I was like, that's so real because I can sit here and be like, have a hard conversation. And, but I, but it took me three months to get the courage to tell that person that that's how that made me feel, you know? Right. I, I like, I mean, I love that quote. I think you're exactly right. That totally embodies our mission. Like what we're, you know, here of being authentic, real, and, you know, Teresa and I are never going to be those podcasts people that are like, do this, do that, do that, and like, we're perfect, and we're working out all the time, we're this, and we all, like, guys, it's never going to happen, if you know Teresa, you already know, like, oh, well, I don't got to worry about that, because, you know, yeah, it, we're, we're never going to be, 
like, and I love these girlies because they're the cutest ever. Podcast but girlies. We're never going to be matching set yoga every morning, <laughs> drinking lemon water <laughs> girlies. Yeah, we'll be matching in, like, baggy sweatpants and, like, a stained, like, old basketball shirt. <laughs> sh- no, like, those shirts we talked about with Mr. G from, oh, like, God. the sixth grade. Yeah. I got rid of the basketball never stop shirt. We did graduate her by the time I was 21. <laughs> we graduated her. She's on to uh, a better life. Well, at least you didn't. I, I literally have one in my closet right now from my grandma's. I still got to give it back to her. That's hilarious. So I stole my grandma's basketball shirt. RIP my, uh, my closet. It's just not the best, guys. It's not. Oh, my gosh. But oh. it's okay. Literally, okay, I know Leah has to go soon. We're at 40 minutes, but I'm just having so much fun. I actually have one, like, one more thing, and then we can go. I have two more things, but we, we'll just say one more thing. I recently wrote a note to myself about why, and it was, this is, I think everyone should do this. It's a whole note about, like, I think it said, in the top of it, it says, why I deserve the world and more, Okay. I was feeling down. I was feeling defeated. I was feeling confused. I was struggling. And I sat down. I wrote down why I deserve the world, like why I deserve to be treated right, why I deserve to surround myself with people who treat me right. And I like I reread it and I was like, this is so incredibly powerful. And I think that every girl should every human, but I think every girl should do this. And Leah, like I'd recommend you do that, too. And I just wrote it down and it's sitting on my desk and I love it. Um, and that's just another little thing I did in this falling back in love with life era. Dude, maybe now that you said that, we should do that with the girls when we go for that luncheon or whatever. Yeah, 100%. Like just have, literally have them write a letter to themselves. Yeah, and like mine's literally a list. I can, I'll send it to you after this, Leah, because it'll be good. But yeah. It's good. You know, I start, I mean, I've been very open on my struggle is, you know, the challenge of trying to love yourself and being okay with like your insecurities and, you know, working through, you know, the struggles. And I think to write that down, to recognize the beauty and worth in yourself is so good because, oh, being women one day you're like, oh yeah, I'm like the cutest girl here. And then the next day you're like, I'm literally like fat and ugly. Yeah. And like those I'm like- horrible words, <laughs> but we say them to ourselves. And we do. Like, I love that. I love it. And then I recently had a Bible quote come up about just not judging others. And it was, or a Bible verse. And it was on my daily verse. And it was this week. And I was like, I think that's a great reminder I needed. And besides that, that's all I got. I can read the verse if you guys want it. A quick little Bible verse that has nothing to do with what we were doing, but I like it. And then we can wrap up. Read it. Read it. Says, Matthew 7, 1, 2. Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And that just really made me, it was a good reminder that everybody's on a journey in life and everybody's struggling with something. something. And I'm not perfect. I'm a judger and I need to stop. And so it's good. That's good advice to wrap up. I think that relates really well actually with like the present moment and falling in love with life because if we're so worried about like critiquing others because like we're insecure or whatever like how are we going to enjoy what they have to offer right if i'm so like busy like noticing the ins- like the 
you know, the annoying habits of people, which is like a natural thing to do. So don't like get upset with yourself. But if I'm so busy, like judging them, like I'm not seeing the beauty that's in them. And like that is being present. It's like finding the beauty in the person nice. you're talking with, the person in front of you, the person that you run into at the store, right? Like that's being present and that's falling in love with life because you're recognizing the beauty in every person and you're not judging them. And so. God is in every single human. You are all yep. created in the image and likeness mm-hmm. of God. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I, I really said the same time. So I think that's a beautiful way to wrap up. Guys, thank you. And we will see you in the studio next week with a very special guest. Yes. Love you guys. We will be praying for you always. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.